Hello and welcome to the High Performance Property Investment Podcast. I am your host, Jacob Field. Property investor for almost 20 years, former owner and publisher of Australian Property Investor Magazine and founder of White House Advisory. Today in episode one, I'm going to be talking about the structure of the podcast, the content, what to expect from us and what we are looking to achieve through producing this content. But before I dive into that, I think it's worthwhile if I do go into a little bit about my background. It's only for context, so I will keep it short, but please, it would be useful if you would indulge. Uh, I do feel this background information will really help to put this podcast into context. I've been a property investor now for almost 20 years. I bought my first property back in the early 2000s when I was 21. Okay, I came from a, a, a background where we did struggle. You know, Dad was on the sole parent pension. Uh, we didn't have a huge amount when I was growing up and I really was looking for a way of changing the lot in life, I guess, that we had. I was looking for a way of breaking free and to taking control of my financial future. I was very ambitious. You know, this was all happening in my teens. I was very focused. I was very savings driven. And I was always reading and looking to discover uh, vehicles that might change that lot that, you know, is our life. You know, a book that was really uh, defining for me, it did crystallize concepts and it was probably my aha moment that yes, particularly residential real estate in Australia was my chosen vehicle, was More Wealth from Residential Property by Jan Summers. It was an instrumental book for me that really did break open how other people's money can help you fund a property portfolio that can really change your life. I read that book when I was 16. I was saving, I was saving, I was saving. And then, as I mentioned, in my early 20s, I was able to purchase my first property investment. That went really well. I paid $145,000 for that property. I did some work on it. I did the renovation work myself. I was able to even get the first home buyer grant, which was $7,000 at the time. And shortly after, I moved a tenant into the property for $240 a week in rent. It was strongly cash flow positive. I thought, this is too easy. I went ahead and saved up very quickly once again. Now I had a great property in my portfolio. It was easier to purchase that subsequent property and purchase my second investment within about three months. Now I felt on top of the world. In my early 20s, I thought I'd achieved it all. I'd set up my own financial future. But I took my foot off the gas pedal. Over the next few years, I gradually spiraled uh, into a place where I wasn't pushing myself as I previously was. My grades were slipping at uni, and then my one job that was funding this portfolio and was funding my ability to go to university, I lost it, okay? I was very close at that point to losing the properties, having to put them on the market. I'd well and truly move back in with my dad. Uh, you know, I'd gone from feeling like I was way ahead of the curve and I was achieving all of my goals uh, to almost losing it all. I then met my wife, Anna, and we together moved to Sydney to the Big Smoke. I grew up here in Tasmania, Australia. Uh, we moved to Sydney to the Big Smoke, and that really did open my eyes up once again to what is potentially possible. Anna helped me focus, and together we then embarked on investing on the mainland. To begin with, 
I met up with some friends who I'd met online in property investing and we did some tours around Western Sydney and once again I completely lost my confidence. I was looking at properties in Mount Druitt and it really did feel like an alien environment to me, very different to what I was used to in Australia. I was looking at properties during the week while I was working, I would expect them on Saturdays and they would be completely different to what I had envisaged or imagined. I can remember one particular property, it looked great on paper, it was at the end of a cul-de-sac, a nice quiet street, and the locals had actually broken down the back fence and were using that property to get through that street to the train station. It was smack bang between the public housing enclave and that train station and they were using it as a public thoroughfare. The house was boarded up. I felt intimidated, I lost my confidence, I didn't take action. So at that point, I went back to what I knew. Okay, I'm a software engineer by trade. I was focused on data and research professionally for many years. I went back to what I knew. At the time I uh, you know, took my research, I took my profession and I applied it to my passion, which was property and property investment. I started building a framework, a framework for Assessing property, assessing value, assessing how that property may grow in value into the future. That framework morphed and, morphed and evolved and after about two years of evolution, it gave me the confidence to once again start investing again and I ended up purchasing Next up, up in the Newcastle region. Continued on, continued investing, you know, building a portfolio across the country and then property investment gave me options. Okay, it allowed Anna and I to leave our full-time jobs in our early 30s. It gave us the options to move back down here to Tasmania without a job to go to and be closer to grandparents and babysitters. And it gave us the flexibility to back ourselves. And that framework for assessing value and assessing property and location morphed into a profession. That's when I moved from property investor to property professional. Okay. Now I would classify myself, classify myself as a, a property advisor, investment strategist, and a property researcher. As founder, alongside Anna of Ripe House and Ripe House Advisory, we do work with many Australians to help them build portfolios to develop wealth in property. Throughout this journey, Ripe House now has been operating for over 10 years, and we have now morphed into many different directions and helping people in a number of ways to really empower themselves and change their lives through property investment. This podcast, it's not a sales pitch, it's about taking those learnings from buying hundreds and hundreds of properties, from having the strongest predictive algorithms in the industry about research and where to buy, and to open up the, I guess, open source that information, to peek behind the curtain of what we do every day and provide those gems, that insider knowledge that is crucial to buying properties most effectively. As part of this journey with Ripe House, I was lucky enough to purchase Australian Property Investor magazine. In my early 20s, I used to buy that magazine religiously. You know, I would be checking the news, ag news agency at the beginning of every month for the new edition. I would, you know, devour that magazine the moment it was released and then be looking forward to the next monthly edition of Australian Property Investor to be released. It was a gold mine of information and inspiration. And I was lucky enough to purchase that magazine. At the time, it had 130,000 readers per month. It was the largest publication in the industry. I turned that magazine into an online publication. The 
bricks and mortar, the printed publication, it wasn't working. We all know the direction that magazines are going in. I turned that into an online publication. I listened to Australia's property investors about what they needed and required and turned the business into a meritocracy. The better the content, the better the education, the more views, the, the wider that content was published across our network. It wasn't pay for play. It wasn't money driving editorial. It wasn't advertisers, you know, with maybe a, a wolf in sheep's clothing driving that bus. We changed the game. We put the keys in the hands of Australia's best educators and content producers to increase and support or increase the support provided to Australian property investors. That magazine went to strengths from strengths. I actually ended up selling it to a company in Singapore, a larger business that is looking at listing on the Australian Stock Exchange. It was a great process. Uh, you know, it was a great return on investment for us uh, personally, but it was a wonderful way of connecting with Australian property investors. We've taken once again those learnings back into the content that we produce. And this podcast is now... Uh, how we are leading forward in providing that content to you. As mentioned, property investment, it has done wonderful things. It's been a very positive experience uh, for Anna and I. Why do I spend the time in producing content? Why do I spend the time, you know, doing, you know, performing research and then working with other property investors? And I come back to a, a saying, it's by a, a gentleman named Eddie Jackow. He's a Australian now, uh, as an immigrant from uh, um, Europe from the Second World War. He was unfortunately a Holocaust survivor. So he's seen the absolute worst of humanity. But a quote from his autobiography, an amazing read, an amazing story, an amazing man, a quote from that book uh, really resonated for me. Why do I do this? Well, the quote was, sorrow shared is halved. You share that burden. But positivity and happiness shared is doubled. I get a huge amount out of educating and helping and empowering others Australians to, to really see the positive impacts of property investment for themselves that were enabled to me by property investment and somewhat passing the baton on to others around how to guide them through the minefield of potentially spruikers and sharks and all the dodgy schemes within property investment, the false research, the false gurus, how we can navigate this minefield together and potentially not make a lot of the same mistakes that I made. So that's a little bit about my why, about my context. This podcast is about getting right to the beating heart, the real issues associated with property investment. It's cutting all of the, the noise, all of the negativity, all of that false information, that sales pitch, and getting right to the core research, the core strategies, the best practice. This is about a science experiment, okay? There is no room here for people's opinion. It's let's test a, a reasoned analysis, let's prove that it works, and let's bake that knowledge in and take it for granted and build upon it from there on in. Okay, let's build this resource of open sourced, best practice property investment information, and this podcast is your gateway into that information. There's been many people along the way who have supported and helped me. Uh, I'm really looking forward to bringing them on as special guests to this podcast. Um, first cab off the rank is a, a close friend and advisor and someone we've done research with in the past, particularly around property uh, population migration and changes around COVID and how that was going to be impacting property investment. It's Bernard Salt the managing director of the Demographics Group. He's also very well known as the economist for the Australian. He's, uh, I guess, entered a, a number of very popular terms into the Australian dialect, 
you know, smashed avocado, sea change, tree change. These have all come from the very creative and very switched on mind uh, of Bernard Salt, someone who I look up to and respect tremendously in the industry. And I'm very pleased to announce that he is our first guest on this podcast. So expect these types of guests coming and joining us from week to week. Not every podcast episode will be a guest, but I can promise when they do arrive and when they do come onto the podcast, I'm going to be getting right to the heart of how their expertise, how their background, how their history, everything that they have learned and evolved over their lifetime is applicable to property investment. That is the lens that we will be talking to them about. It's not necessarily going into their profession, but it is how that profession is applied to property investment and what opportunities that learning can create for us and how we can potentially make the most of that information and apply it to our investing portfolio. In addition to these special guests, we will be bringing uh, private research to you, first look information, case studies about particular areas. We'll be talking about insider tips, 101 type education, talking about learnings from individual purchases, you know, the individual I guess successes and failures from my investing portfolio, but then with a slant on empowering you as the DIY investor. How can you empower yourself to take action? And how can you empower yourself to use property investment as a vehicle to change your life? It creates equity, it creates capital growth, it creates net worth and passive income when done well. If you would like to follow us more closely, there are other channels that you can engage with our content. So the Ripe House Advisory YouTube channel is a great resource where I take deep dives into our private research. I look at individual locations, market observations about those locations and talk about any breaking news or common themes. You can go to the High Performance Property Investment Facebook group. It's a wonderful platform, a wonderful community, a wonderful property investment family where we're discussing once again, relevant breaking news, private research uh, and case study information. I might leave it there. If there's any questions, you can potentially reach me best over on Facebook. I'm part of the High Performance Property Investment Group. You can find me on there, Jacob Field. You can message me directly as a private message. I don't mind, that's, that's uh, not a problem at all. Uh, but stay tuned for episode two. We will be looking at producing content very regularly, multiple times per week. But as mentioned, the special guests that we'll be bringing onto this podcast will be from week to week, less frequently, but lots of valuable content in between. Thank you so much for joining. I'm really looking forward to taking you on this journey to uncovering and unpacking the real information that we need to understand as property investors operating in Australia today.